You're listening to the Full Phoenix Rising podcast. A church as a positive disruption for good. Duncan here, Full Phoenix Rising, episode 11. And I realized that last week uh, I did like this cliffhanger. It was like a prequel cliffhanger referencing something that I never actually talked about, but am pretty passionate about. And uh, I probably have to say it's not my idea. It's a John Mark Comer idea, which isn't a John Mark Comer idea. It's an Abraham Joshua Heschel idea. It comes out of a small little book, which is really quick and easy to read on the idea of the Sabbath within that book. Um, and I was actually taught this by my worship pastor, who uh, I, so I should give him fair credit for this. He was talking about this in a message one time, and it just blew my mind. Um, and I think it, it's so accurate and it's so true. But the idea that church is about time, not space. Okay, let me unpack that a little bit. Is that um, we worship a God that works in time and not space. Okay, technical civilization is a conquest of space. How do we triumph by sacrificing time to create space? So we build, we tunnel, we develop, we construct, and the end result is this conquest of space by sacrificing time, okay? So even you look at geopolitical conflicts exist within a battleful space, not time, okay? People want to build larger cities, larger homes. That is a question of space, not time. So you sacrifice time to create space. Um, however, Christianity at its heart does not function like that. It's a religion of time. Judaism falls under this category as well. Okay. So we have significant spaces of worship, whether that be a synagogue or a cathedral, because over the course of time, they are sanctified and become special, okay? So we remember God within those spaces, spaces, his promises and his provisions. We keep with rituals. So there's our Passovers, communions, baptisms that take place. We have festivals. We have funerals. We Sabbath. And in doing all of that, holy people meeting in a particular place at a particular time, we sanctify these spaces. So the space itself isn't holy but is rather made holy by the process of time. Okay, so here's here's the quote from uh, Herschel on this one. He says, My father defines Judaism as a religion centrally concerned with a holiness in time. Some religions build great cathedrals and temples, but Judaism constructs the Sabbath as an architecture of time. Now, Christianity... Abraham Joshua is a Jew, not a Christian, but Christians, we have the same function here, okay? Sabbath is an architecture of time. Creating holiness in time requires a different sensibility than building a cathedral in space. We must conquer space in order to sanctify time. Okay, radical idea, I know. Holiness can only be developed in time. You take away the promised land, Israel can still be holy. You remove the cathedral, you remove the church, and a community can still find a place of holiness because it exists in time and not in space. But time requires 
time to master it. It has no other master. Okay? So what we need to do is learn the ability as the church to conquer time. Don't be space-orientated. It's not about the comfort of the chairs or the resolution of the screens or the capabilities of the smoke machines, of which like I have none. But questions regarding facility, worship space, lighting, chairs, entrances, the graphics that exist on social media and the digital marketing all relate to space and not time. God rested on the seventh day. It was time that sanctified time. Mount Sinai was the time that it was special, not the place. The Last Supper was the time that made it special, not the place. Could have been any building, could have been any place, could have been any mountain, could have been any meal, but the time spent there is what made it special. Therefore, if the church is to conquer time, we have to, at some stage, release ourselves from the deafening noise of consumerism, release ourselves from being yoked to toil and productivity, and find a place where we can rest and enjoy the holiness of God, not being yoked to productivity, but realizing that in the rest we find fruitfulness, grounded in rest edification and sanctification because we have taken time to spend it with the divine. That is a church ministering in the space of time, remembering it is done, the battle is won, death death has been defeated, should ring true today, meaning that we can stop. It's not about the space. It's about the time we spend with Jesus. That's the most crucial thing. That's the most important thing. And we shouldn't have a deep obsession with space. We should have a deep obsession with the religion of time and investing that time in God. And when we master time, we conquer space and it is sanctified as a byproduct of time. Sabbath comes with its own holiness. It's not a simple day, but an atmosphere. It's an intrusion into peace, rest, and joy designed to sit and counter the noise of of deafening consumerism and toil, freeing ourselves from that, freeing ourselves from striving and achieving. It's a chance to give thanks and delight, to rest, to find rejuvenation at the feet of Jesus. It's an opportunity to push back against the relentless pursuit of space at the sacrifice of time and say this time is special. How as a church do we craft times, not spaces, for people to encounter a holy God? What I was talking about last week was the creation of space through the use of time. So we had this time experience. Didn't need a space. Didn't need a place. It happened to take place in a field. But because someone took the time to invest in us, we have this extraordinary moment. Some of the best times I've had were in cars, in 
in caves, on beaches, in fields, sharing moments together. Creation is the language of God. This is Herschel again. Creation is the language of God. Time is his song and all things of space, the consonants in his song. To sanctify is to tie, to sing the vows in unison with him. Beautiful. Church is a ministry of time that sanctifies spaces. All right, see you next week.